Today's short is being brought to you by Goya Foods. If it's Goya, it has to be good. Your daily game plan for success. It's Sacks in the Morning. Steve Sacks. Hi, everyone. Steve Sacks here with Sacks in the Morning. And today is Wednesday, the 30th of November. And this week has been a week of self-motivation. Now, I can't say it enough. You can't hear it or read it or watch it enough. The most powerful key to staying motivated starts with your intrinsic value and appreciation for what needs to get done. Self-motivation is the process of getting yourself to the point of doing something. The simplest way to do that is to find the elements of what is in that process that you enjoy or feel passionate about. Now, when I was a little kid, I loved playing baseball. I loved it so much that I made it a lifetime goal to become a major league baseball player when I was about five years old. Did I love everything about the process to get to that point? No, not exactly. For example, I hated those damn minor league bus trips, say some of them were 20 hours. They were the worst. I couldn't stand for the lack of money that was in the minor leagues, even for basic sustenance to go out and get something to eat. Three bucks a day when I first started in the minor leagues. I never wanted to play for the money or to politicize the game. Those are things I never wanted to do. But what I loved doing was, for example, facing off against Nolan Ryan or Steve Carlton. Loved playing against the best players in the world. Or how about a bases-clearing double in the gap at Dodger Stadium on a beautiful Sunday afternoon? That was a wonderful thing. Or be an example for kids all over the country. Sometimes I get cards and letters to this day from kids, not even from this country, even from out of the country, that said, yeah, I wore number three when I was a kid because I liked watching you play. You talk about something that is gratifying. It certainly is, even, even now. Was I always motivated to do the things I needed to do? Well, not exactly. Sometimes I did enjoy the things that were painful to do, like going out and running miles and miles. I don't, I'd never like doing that. I had to break those things into smaller bits of accomplishment to get to the bigger goal, which obviously was to play in the big leagues. So I had to work on hitting. I had to work on base running. I had to work on fielding. Just those smaller things it took to get, in my case, to become a major league baseball player. And then I could reward myself once I started to get to those things. Okay, For example, you already know that I hated to do all the running and stuff like that that it took to get to the big leagues. But I would reward myself in quiet moments when I would sit down and think about where I am at this point in time. I knew and I could feel it that I was making progress and going to get to the major leagues. So I would reward myself by thinking about the, all the great things that I could do once I became a major league baseball player. So that was, self, that was like a gratification for me. In the locker room and in interviews with my friends and family, I would make commitments so that they knew I was going to get things done. Again, that's an intrinsic value. But I think one thing that was really important it was it was never about the money for me. Never. And I can tell you that it's rare that I ever come across a professional athlete that is playing for the money. We do what we do and we excel at it because we love it and we wanted to do it. I can tell you. I never hit a uh, base hit down the right field line and said, well, if I turn this single into a double or a triple, I'm going to make more money. I mean, those type of things never entered my mind and never played for the money. Never one time. And I know that there's a lot of people listening to this episode who are stuck in a situation that you do what you do for the money and you hate every minute of it. I'm going to climb out onto a limb and also suggest that you are exactly the person that is the most stuck, okay, unable to stay motivated. And if I'm right, 
you know that I'm speaking directly to you. And I do get it that everybody doesn't get to do exactly what they want to do or love in their lives. Sometimes they, they got to have a job to get paid to live, right? I mean, that's just reality. But if that is the case, I think that you can find some things in that job or that work that you're doing that you can enjoy. How many great athletes make it to the highest level of their profession in that sport? Or how many great musicians uh, make it to a recording contract? How many great engineers are building skyscrapers or rockets? But look, it doesn't keep you from finding that outside of work, right? I mean, I was lucky to play Major League Baseball for a living. That's what I did. But I still had other things that I loved to do. For instance, I'm a Civil War buff. I loved, you know, studying about the Civil War and going to Civil War battlefields and things like that in the offseason, playing the drums. Some of you know that, I was a, that I'm still a drummer today. And I was fortunate to play with the Beach Boys in concert a couple of times and some other bands. So in as much as we don't always get to do what we want in our life to make money, there's other ways that you can do it outside of your work as well. So I think that's what you should do is find some passion that you like and go for it outside of your work. So I'm going to close today on a few quotes from people that are self-motivators. And these are some leaders in the field of motivation. And I want to share these with you. So the first one here is from Les Brown. He's a great speaker. I've heard Les Brown speak before. He's amazing. And Les Brown said this. He said, don't waste time bathing in the negative experience. Spin your energy and focus your attention on moving on. Take the lesson from the hardship and use it in the future. Love that from Les Brown. How about for some of our younger listeners? This is from Christopher Robin and Winnie the Pooh. How about this one? You are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. I like that, especially from those little characters, right? And lastly, this is from the great Tony Robbins. Stop being afraid of what could go wrong and start being excited about what could go right. How well said. And that's my short for today. Hey, everybody, Steve Sachs here. And if you're thinking about holiday gifts, why not give a Sachs in the morning mug or a hoodie or something from the swag department to keep up the inspiration and keep it fresh all day long. And don't forget the Sachs in the morning holiday gift cards available right now on the website. Or I can send a personalized audio message from you to whomever you wish. And you can find all of our gift ideas and my information for greetings right there on the website, SaxInTheMorning.com. And don't forget, if you or someone you know might be interested in a speaker for an event, you can find that information on the website as well. Just go to SaxInTheMorning.com. And thanks to Al Hendrickson Toyota for their support of this podcast. And be sure to visit AlHendricksonToyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.